Welcome to Beyond the Pulpit with Rodrigo Luna. This episode was produced to explore life beyond public ministry, finding a balance between life, ministry, and the call of God. Today we're going to discuss a subject that I believe is a current message to all of us in the sense of skill and being able to be anointed at what we're doing. So many people today become pressured by trends, by life, by people, and what they see others and their platforms doing. And as a result, they rush the process of not mastering that which God called them to do. There are so many people today who have fallen behind, who have fallen into the traps of the enemy, and have become snared in a place of consternation, of condemnation, of sorrow, of doubt, of unbelief, because they have decided to create their platform and their calling and what they're doing somebody else's. So it's been a simulated place for several, several years for people who cannot advance in the call of God. So as we discuss today, I pray that you open your heart, that you open your Bible, and that you study with me for this next couple of minutes. Several years ago, I had taken a course online to understand better how the online world uh, work. And I had got on the phone and I had called my spiritual father and he had an interesting conversation with me and he said, if you're going to do this, you need to master it. You need to not just understand the basics ins and out of it so that we can use it in a better way but he said I want you to master it understand everything about it become it understand how it works um, how what does not work and keep growing he said never stop investing in school never stop investing in uh, understanding better and I was (coughs) completely um, stunned by his reaction because I thought that this was something that I would never even have studied and it was the, the world of online and how it all works and it's amazing Shortly after this that I started looking at online on Facebook and I would say, man, so many people are doing so many things. But one of the things that I noticed is that they had not mastered this, that they had not developed the skill for it. And the that scripture and that I'm sorry, that particular theme theme of being skilled at something is one of the really actually a large theme throughout the scriptures. And I had never even thought about something like this. One of my favorite stories is in Exodus chapter thirty five. In, uh, verse 30 through 35 with uh, Moses and Bezalel. I'm going to read a couple of the verses. It says, And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See the Lord hath called Bezalel, the name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, <coughs> and hath filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. Now one of the interesting things that I found out when I was studying this is that one of the definitions for wisdom is skill. So essentially, what he was really saying is that when you're getting wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. He's really saying, above all things, get skill. Skill in what? Skill in living. In living, God wants us to be skilled in any area that you're looking to develop. And today, I get so, I would say frustrated and so amazed is the better word at how many people are simply just developing schools, webinars, and they're talking about platforms when they have yet not mastered that which God has called them to do. And even in other areas, in preaching, in ministry, I am amazed at how many believers um, are doing things without developing the master. They have not mastered that specific aspect. You know, wisdom is the key to everything. 
is the um, the master key that opens all the locks to an abundant life and gives you access to everything that we need. So when we get wisdom, we get skill. So that's what, one of the great prayers that I have prayed over the last several years that has helped me tremendously is to get wisdom. Lord, I ask God consistently for wisdom, wisdom to make the right choices, wisdom to get the right outcomes and to make healthy decisions that I will not just do something that is not relevant, that's not consistent, that I will just be inconsistent. One of the greatest, um, th worst things that we can do to anything that we're doing is to not be consistent and consistently develop something that's good, that's appropriate, that's right. So many people get stuck. You know, there's a scripture in Proverbs 4, 7 that says like this in the Amplified Version, wisdom is permanent. And the, another translation says, wisdom is the most important thing. So it's amazing how so many um, scriptures and things are overlooked. It says in the TLV version, the wisdom is supreme. The TPT version says, wisdom is the most valuable commodity. So many people today ignore wisdom. We ignore the fact that we want to become skilled at something. I see so many people today who just want to develop themselves, who want to say that they did something for the sake of putting it in quotation marks under their belt. But reality is that they have not mastered it. They have not developed the whole master process of it. And I'm not saying by any means of the imagination that you cannot do something or that you cannot step out in faith. <clears throat> I completely understand that. I understand that oftentimes you need to just step out of the boat, um, walk in the water and see how God will do it. But one of the things that I'm totally against is that then you begin to teach people something that you've not mastered and why am i saying that because in the process of all these things we're going to go through a process of elimination where we're basically eliminating the negative and converting into the positive but oftentimes if we're teaching out of the wrong place it will um, not help people you know it says in the scriptures the Bessalel had both the skill and the carved to develop the beauty of the temple. He was both skilled and anointed. And there are so many scriptures today that emphasize this. It says in Exodus 35, 10, let every skillful man among you come and make all that the Lord has commanded. So it was a part of the a process. It was part of the um, lifestyle of that day that you would just not anoint it, but that you would also have the skill. If we take a look at um, First Chronicles chapter two verses fifteen through sixteen, you you can see that um, many workmen uh, were with them, and there were stone cutters and <coughs> masons of the stone. Uh, there were also carpenters in that scripture, and there were all. It says in there in this particular part of the verse that they were all skillful in every kind of work. It was in the gold, it was the silver, the bronze, iron. Um, there was no limit to it. He said, Arise and work, and may the Lord be with you. Today, there are so many people who have abandoned the natural skill that God gave them because they became complacent in life. I know of a pastor that for the sake of the guilty, we will protect them from their names. And this is not what we're here to do anyways, is to expose. But I know pastors today who have abandoned uh, the skillful thing that God gave them in the natural. And they have resorted to putting the pressure on the church to feed them and to make them even um, a living. And that is one of the most um, erroneous things that we can do. Why should man put the responsibility on people that they invite to congregate with themselves to maintain their lifestyle when they're not even doing things according to what God called them to do? I know pastors and people, and not even just pastors, but I know people all around the, the world really who have put the responsibilities on their wives 
to maintain the house and to keep the house running while they develop the church. And in fact, in the business or the church never grows. It never becomes something that um, is fruit fruitful. It stays at a place of stagnation because God never designed them to be inside of that responsibility. So many people today are stuck, not because uh, they're not anointed, but simply because they're not called and they're not skilled for the specific area that they would like to flow. There are so many people today who are hiding behind a ministry facade, but eventually the true character of that person will show you that they're not called to the specific position. There are so many people today who are just stuck because of choices, because they've made a decision that they're going to allow the church to maintain their lifestyle and they're not even producing the lifestyle that God designed them to live under. So don't be like those, like these people. Oftentimes we say that we want to see a change in the world, that we want to see a change in what's taken praise. You know, it says in Second Chronicles chapter 2 and verse 7, it says, Now send me a skilled man to work in gold, silver, brass, and iron, and in purple, and in crimson and violet fabrics, and who knows how to make engravings. So you see, there are many requirements that in those days were needed of the people to work because it was needed that you were both skilled and anointing. It even says in the scriptures, one of the definitions for skill is a trade of craft acquired by training or practice or especially <clears throat> a special ability or expertise that may be an endowment of the holy spirit a scripture lists many skills and abilities particularly the use in the building of the tabernacle and temple that was one of the largest places where we see that the skills of God were desired and i find it so amazing that particularly it was for the designing and the building of the tabernacle and temple. What does that mean? You cannot put people in places just because you think that they're good. God, one of the requirements was that you would have the skill and that you would have the anointing. And again, it was especially in the building of the tabernacle and the temple. That means you can't just put people in places for the sake of putting them. God gives you uh, everything that you require for it, but it says that it was an endowment of the Holy Spirit. The skill that God called you to do, the place that God has called you to develop, you cannot move into it simply because you believe that this is something that you want to do, but you have to receive an endowment from the Holy Spirit. God will give you endowments. That's one of the things about God, that He will endow things upon you. He will He will give them as a gift. He will give them as an impartation. He will bestow them upon you and so there are so many people today that you may be frustrated you may be hurt you may be angry at life but you have to ask yourself is this the place of skill that God called me to do I have the wisdom that is required in this place of me to develop everything that God has called me to do you know we don't think that this is something that's necessary but it's a, it's a truthful reality to many people there are so many people who are stuck you know and throughout the scriptures we see that there is a variety of different things and and even people who were believers who were or we call the fathers of the faith who were technically um, skillful people they were business people like for him example Abraham um, it says that he had tons of livestock he had tons of um, tens and gatherings he said he had enough to feed multiple families that means that yes he was a man of God but he was also a, had a vocation to develop the place of wealth and prosperity and I just see that there is a trend currently in the church where we're trying to uh, profit off of the people of God without being developed without having mastering the skill of the purpose there are so many especially amongst the young people there are so many people today 
who I see that are not skilled. And I'm not saying this in a kind in a negative way, but I'm saying being around those who are seasoned um, ministry gifts that I can say, okay, this person is not skilled because I know I have seen this skill developed in somebody else. And so it's definitely something that I believe that is food for thought for all of us. And I really want to encourage you that if you're in a place where you feel stuck, that you have not yet developed your skill, that you don't know what God has called you to do, um, to be to to basically challenge yourself and ask yourself a question lord what area have you skilled me to what area have you called me to you know you cannot be all things to all people that scripture that we may be all things to all people was a scripture for a specific time for a specific person it is impossible for one person to be all things to all people and basically what that was saying is you you adjust yourself to the culture of that person and you talk to them according to what god uh, to that to that culture that's the way that you reach people you know it says in, <clears throat> in uh, deuteronomy, deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16 the first verse there says that curse is anyone who makes an idol a thing that's detestable to the lord the work of the skilled hands and sets it up in secret so many believers today are doing things in secret they're doing things in hiding that i know that are not right and they're doing them they're using their skill to set something up that god did not call them to do so many of us are stuck in places because we made the wrong choices but ask god to give you wisdom ask god to give you understanding ask god to give you light ask god to let you live in reality i'm reminded of when jesus went up to the woman at the well it says that she t he told her no you don't have one husband you have five and she said that those will worship me the, the time has come the days are coming that those who will worship me will worship me in spirit and in truth the word truth in that scripture, the definition is reality. So many people are living out of reality. They're living out of the place that God called them to do. There are so many people today who are not allowing the Spirit of God to operate in them and to operate through them. But are, do you have the skill? Are you anointed? You know, there. if I, I cannot go to my worship leader at church and say, can I sing in the worship leader? I may be anointed to do prophetic um, things and do prophetic words but can I have the skill of, of singing is that the vocation they got called me to you know when we go to different churches you can always tell <coughs> who is in place and who's out of place simply by observation they're uncomfortable they're not secure and yeah you can be in the place where you're being trained and developed but God did God call you to this place basically in this podcast what I want to challenge you today with is are you skilled or are you anointed to the place that God called you to? You know, <clears throat> that's something that you have to master. It's something that you have to develop with God. God gives you an impartation. You develop it. You, you have access to it. You develop it more than just once. You know, the word wisdom is the chief of the highest in rank. Character or responsibility. This is the most important or considerable thing. Those are some of the definitions. Wisdom should be our top priority. It should be the beginning. You know, it says in the scriptures that the beginning <coughs> of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Basically, I am, I will be, when I'm working outside of the place and the confinements that God gave me, I can find myself outside of the fear of the Lord if I'm not operating on what God called me to. And so many people today, they don't care. They just want to do what they want to do because they have, uh, they, they have a platform or they feel like this is something that they 
are operating into but the motives can be wrong if you have not asked God if you have the skill and the anointing so I hope that this podcast challenged you today that this gave you a little bit of insight to understanding yourself to understanding others because one of the desires that I have in the to, to, in the kingdom is to see people advancing and prospering but I have encountered so many people over the years who have been in the wrong places and have been misplaced because they never never were asked the proper questions they were never told this is not something that you're called to do one final story several years ago we were at a church and we were going around the table and it was a leadership meeting and everybody was um, giving the respected positions at the church so we got to this one young lady and she said I'm, I'm the um, I'm over the children's church but when you, you you can see that when she said that that there was no um, enthusiasm there was no life behind her answer and she was basically at this place where she was unhappy and so I asked her is that what you want to do is that really where you want to stay and so it took her like man it took her like maybe 30 to 40 seconds to finally say something but basically what had happened was that there was a death in the church of the person who was over the children's ministry and they gave this person a temporary position to help and develop that place but because of her lack of boldness she maintained stuck in that position and became unhappy so don't be in a position today just to fulfill something you can help temporarily in a place but be courageous enough to know that this is not something that God called me to do so I want to excel in what God called you to do I want you to prosper in what God called you to do but you must do it in the right place because you have to have the skill and the anointing to see the fruitfulness of it when Bezalel designed the temple and the tabernacle and he had both the beauty and the carp it created a beautiful moving uh, tabernacle that God established and his presence would come and visit what am I saying that whenever you have skill and whenever you have anointing then God will then manifest his presence on it it takes both architecture design skill to develop this place so I hope that this has encouraged you I pray that this has been a blessing to you uh, I pray that this is something that you can consider myself and Apostle Eckhart have written a wisdom topical bible which i want to encourage you to get you can get it at apbooks.global it's a topical bible with scriptures from the new and the old testament and uh, all on wisdom all on the subject of wisdom you know wisdom will bring you durable riches and prosperity wisdom gives us happiness success and favor wisdom will promote us and bring us honor um, wisdom will also deliver us from people with bad intentions Wisdom gives us direction, it gives us the best counsel and the best and the best courses of action. Wisdom leads us to good health, to sweet sleep, to long life, and so much more that happens when it comes to wisdom. So I want to encourage you to get the Wisdom Topical Bible. Um, it's a something that Apostle Eckhart and myself uh, have written. It's in, uh, available at APBooks.Global, and so I encourage you to get it. So many people have been so blessed by this topical Bible. I pray that you develop the skill, that you develop the anointing, and that you develop the time to do the right skill and find your anointing and excel in it. God bless you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Beyond the Pulpit with Rodrigo Luna. This episode was produced to explore life beyond public ministry. Finding a balance between life, ministry, and the call of God.